Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Okay, you guys, what the fuck? (laughs) Denver is so cold right now, and I hate it. I'm like, I'm not about it. I'm not not here for it. And I am leaving. I'm leaving Denver at the end of November, which is so crazy to me because I literally just got the download to move to San Diego like a little over a month ago. Shit is happening so fast up in here, but it's magic. Uh, I'm so excited to share this episode. I got the download to share this with you guys as I was having a conversation with one of my dear friends and just had some awareness and some light that I want to shine on a situation with you guys. And that is really getting over this fear that we're going to lose people or trigger people or that, you know, us being us, our, our light worker selves, people are going to think we're weird or they're, they're going to think it's too much or whatever the hell stories you've been telling yourself. And what I want to do is really help you shine your light so freaking bright. Stop dimming down around certain people or certain situations or because you're afraid of losing someone and help you bust through really this block that is unnecessary and is holding you back from your highest potential, not only holding you back, but also holding everyone in your life back from the magic you can really work when you do shine bright. So my intention for you is that you're going to stop letting this fear of losing other people dim your light, that you're actually going to allow your relationships to get better by showing up and standing up in your truth. And that those, you know, you'll, you'll have this detachment from things and allow that the people around you who are no longer meant to be in your life to naturally fall away and be okay with that and know that more amazing humans will come into your life when we release this attachment to everything else and everyone around us. And I say that from the most loving place, right? It's not a bad thing for relationships to fall away. It's not a negative thing. It doesn't have to come from a place of anger or resentment or hurt or frustrations. It can simply be that this relationship is no longer serving either of us. And it's time to let it go. So the story that kind of initiated all of this is that I had a friend reach out to me last night and she's like, I am afraid to invest in this program. And it came down that she was afraid to invest in the program that she was feeling called to be a part of because 
she was afraid that her boyfriend would think she's crazy and get sick of her, you know, all of this investment and all this time she's spending working on her business and quitting her job and doing all the th amazing things and the amazing steps she's taking for herself. Afraid that, I, I really think it came down to she was afraid that she was going to trigger him and afraid that he wouldn't understand where she's coming from. And the reframe I gave to her is that like, you're a freaking gift to him. Like you as a, like, I, I don't think people realize how much amazingness you bring into other people's people's lives when we allow ourselves to shine bright, stand in our truths, believe that we are fully supported, believe that we are making an impact, believe that everything that we know to be true is actually true. I think that's a big thing is like, I knew I had powerful energy. I knew that I, I had this guidance that was coming from a greater power. I knew that there, these things were true, but I didn't actually allow myself to believe them because my ego was standing in this like, who am I to have this connection to higher power? Who am I to share these downloads with people? And ultimately, that's all bullshit right? We know that that's not true. And so the reframe I gave to her was that you are this gift to this man and that he gets to see you stand in your power and stand in your truth and stand in your light and watch you take these leaps of faith and be fully supported in them. And if that triggers him and if he is not able to handle that, then he is not meant to be a part of your life and you need to let him go. I think we're so attached to these things we're so attached to outcomes of relationships because we're afraid that what if we don't find something better or there's this deep rooted feeling of unworthiness and we believe that this is the best that this is, this is the best that there is possible. This is the best we get to have. This is the, the, you know, the all we're worthy of when that's not ultimately true. And this is maybe an example of a relationship, but what I'm going to share with you guys today literally can be applied to any relationship in your life where you're afraid to fully step up in your truth. So, so let's, let's kind of go through what I, the reframe I gave her, like break it down step by step, because I think sometimes what I talk about is easier said than done. It's always easier said than done, but it does get to be easy if we believe it's easy. And the first step is like really owning the fact that <laughs> you're a fucking gift to the world. You are a blessing to this earth. And that may trigger some of you because I know that for myself, I was like, who the fuck thinks that they're a blessing? Who the fuck thinks that <laughs> you are God's gift to the world, but you truly are God's gift to the world. Each of us came here with a purpose. Each of us came here with our own light. Many of you listening to this podcast are here because you two are light workers in your own shape and form. And so remembering that the downloads that you get, the inspiration that you have, the love that you hold, the energy that you hold is powerful and it's a gift. And we need to have boundaries around our gift, right? Like a boundary that this is how I show up. And if it's not something that you're able to receive because of the place you're in, you either need to leave or rise to where I'm at because I'm no longer available 
to dim this light for you. And what I mean by dim this light is like, if you notice yourself going into the space of like, you're super spiritual around some people and you share this like inspiration and this insight with your clients, but then you go home and you're at a family gathering and you get sucked back into gossip or with old high school friends, and you're back in that gossip loop, or you notice something that doesn't feel good and you don't stand up for that. I found myself in this space as I'm transitioning to my light worker self where I, I am unapologetic about the downloads I get, right? If I get the insight that someone is acting from a place of ego and I feel called to share that with them, I do. I'm no longer available not to show up as my highest self. And my highest self is going to call people out on their bullshit when they're talking shit, when they're coming from a place of ego, whatever that may be. Your insight is a gift to the world. Your energy is a gift to the world that needs to be protected. So that's, that's the first step is recognizing that these gifts you have, this power you have is a gift. The second part is detachment. And so what I, the second thing I see a lot of people do and go into is that we feel like all the relationships in our lives need to stay in the format of the physical form they are in currently now. So if your boyfriend is your boyfriend, then he must remain that because what if I lose him? What if, you know, I spend all this time and energy nurturing this relationship and then it's gone? Or what if this friend I've had since I've been three is no longer my BFF, despite it being toxic for me, or despite this person not being able to grow with me, or whatever it may be, we get so attached to the form that these relationships are in that we believe that they have to stay that way. And the truth is that there is never any loss, you guys. Whether a relationship continues in the physical or not, there's never a loss. And, and our higher selves know this. Our higher selves know the truth that we can never lose someone. Yes, we can trigger someone. Yes, we can, you know, make someone angry because we're triggering that ego. We're shining light. When we're shining bright, we do trigger people because we, we no longer allow them to buy into their own illusions. But we know that it's okay if they are not able to stay in our energy at this point. It's okay if they need to leave at this point because there is no loss. We're always connected in the fifth dimension. We're always connected by love. And while this may shift in form, there is really never this full loss. That's why when I ended my past relationship, I wasn't afraid. I didn't have this fear of like, oh my God, this man is my best friend. I'm going to lose him because I know that we're we're really going to be connected on some level, shape, or form throughout time. And that if he's meant to be in my life in the physical, we will find a way to be friends down the road. But I'm not attached to it. I've done this with relationships. When I've noticed something doesn't feel in alignment, when I've noticed something doesn't feel good in a friendship, and I say, okay, you know, God, source, universe, whatever you want to say, if this is not an alignment, take this from me. If this is not for the highest good of all, take this relationship from me because I know it's only this or something better. And <laughs> at the beginning of the summer, 
I had some relationships kind of fall away or just some, you know, relationships that were no longer serving me kind of like left. And I was, you know, telling a client to this, this this morning, it was like the moment I released my grip, my death grip I had on this relationship, these friendships, I I loosened my grip and I said, okay, take from me what is no longer in service. Take from me what is no longer of the highest good of all. I had three, um, four, no, three amazing new women enter my life when I was at Gabby Bernstein. And you know, this is the actual magic of it is when I got that download to move to San Diego, I didn't know anyone else moving there. And I texted one of my friends from, from Gabby. And I was like, Hey, I just got this crazy download to move to, to San Diego. And she's like, shut up. Jana and I are moving there. And Jana was on the podcast last week are moving there in, in, you know, in the next year. And I think we'll all be there by January, February time. So it's, it's crazy because when we align with what is in the highest good of all, and we detach from outcomes and we detach from relationships, we open ourselves up to this amazing possibility and these amazing synchronicities that can come through. Some of our relationships, you guys, some of the relationships in your lives are not meant to be in your life's for a lifetime. You've heard those things before. It's like a season, a reason, and a lifetime. People come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And I believe that that to be true, right? It's like some of the people that I've dated and I've really felt like, oh my God, you're the one. You're supposed to be in my life. You are like that I've just felt like I could see this being a long time thing. They've not been that for me. They have only been a lesson, but all of my relationships have been there for my growth. And even when they've left, they've been there to show me something that I needed to look at triggers, wounds, things that would continue to show up until I recognize, Oh my God, this needs to be healed. That's why this relationship feels so painful. This is only reflecting back to me. What is out of alignment in myself where I'm not trusting myself, where I'm not giving myself love, where I'm rejecting myself. That is why relationships can feel so painful is that when we're in a relationship and we feel triggered, we feel like they're rejecting us or we feel like we're not getting the love we deserve, or we're feeling like, X, Y, Z, we only what, what is already within us can enter or, or, or our field or whatever we can attract it. Right. And so if you're at a place where you're not in alignment with yourself and you're judging yourself or you're rejecting parts of you, or you're not fully loving parts of you, that is the only time we become available for those types of relationships. And so you know, I've had relationships where I felt so freaking rejected in. I felt like my world was crumbling. You know, I, I felt like all the love I had was rejected. All these things were coming up, but it was really, it was me rejecting myself. And so know that all your relationships are just trying to show you where in you, you may not be feel fully whole. Your relationships are trying to bring you back to the most whole state. Then the last thing is reminding yourself that it gets to get better and better and better. It's this or something better, right? And so that we can remember that when those relationships fade or when things are feeling like, you know, relationships are being pulled away, one, it's happening for the greatest good of all. 
it is for your highest good when a relationship leaves you that does not it is not in alignment for you but it only gets to get better if you truly believe it right if you believe it's going to get worse it's going to get worse and if you believe it's going to get better it's going to get better to me every time a relationship ends every time a friendship is is pulled away i know it's this or something better and it has only gotten better over time my relationships continue to be get, become more and more in alignment and i know that i'm getting closer to my king I know that every time I date someone, they are going to embody more of the man I'm meant to be with. Whether or not it's that person I'm dating in that moment or not, I know that I'm getting closer to my king, right? This or something better. What is for you cannot miss you. We are all meant to have soulmate relationships in our lives, whether that's friends, significant others, whatever it may be, business relationships. We always get to have something amazing, that feels soul aligned, that feels like soul connection. So what happens when we actually shine that light bright and we actually step into our truth and we actually embody who we are and we don't shift into different people around or a different persona around different people. This is something I used to do. I was like the fun party girl with one people and like the business person when I was at work. And then I was like, you know, put together with my feet. Like I was, I had so many different personalities because I didn't know who the fuck I was. <laughs> but when I actually embodied, like, this is who I am. This is who I always am. And I show up in that way around everyone. All of my relationships got better. My, my relationship with my mom has only deepened my relationship with my dad. I mean, I get to talk to him about astrology and he half listens, <laughs> but regardless, the relationships are better because I feel more me. And when you feel more you and you feel more whole, you're no longer looking to all the relationships in your life to fill some sort of void. They are going to only amplify the love you have within. And so when we step into that, we fully love ourselves and we fully accept ourselves, then we know we are complete without all the relationships in our lives, but the relationships just get to add more beauty to our lives. So my family relationships have gotten better. Yes, some friends have fallen away, but like I said, when the friendships have fallen away, some next level soul connections have stepped in. When I stopped partying and I no longer had, you know, that consistent connection with my party friends and I was, (laughs) (laughs) Sage literally just got stung by a wasp. There's a wasp in my apartment and she's been chasing it all week and I've been like, not wanting to kill it because I don't want to kill an animal, but it is too dumb to fly out my actual door when I open it for her. This is the, the dilemma I'm in, you guys. So Sage keeps getting stung, but don't they die? Do wasps die? Somebody message me at this if wasps die when they get stung or not. Okay, I digress. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when I stopped hanging out with the party people, all of a sudden then I had like three spiritual friends show up in my life. And I was like, well, that's interesting. But it, you know, could only happen because I, I had cleared space for that next level type of relationship that felt more soul connection for me. (sighs) Relationships with men. Okay. So for you single ladies out there, actually, you know, I think this applies to single ladies, but also to you who are in relationships. When you step into this higher self, when you step into your authentic truth, number one, everyone around you benefits because you are one showing, showing up 
as your highest self and you're bypassing all the ego. So there's no longer these like petty fights. There's no longer be this ego being triggered. There's no longer like this bullshit there, but you also get to help the other people grow. So when it comes to your relationships with a significant other, whether it's, you know, male, female, male, male, female, female, doesn't matter. Whatever that relationship looks like for you. We start to connect, you know, when we're more dropped into our higher self and we see past the ego, we see that there is never any rejection and we see that there's really no loss. We see that, you know, all of that is illusion. We can step into that higher self and fully love, right? Fully like full body support, love, unconditional love. I think there's a lot of like this conditional love programmed into us that like we love a person if they do this, we love a person when they do this and when they're not doing X, Y, Z, then sometimes it's harder to love them. But love from a higher self standpoint is love is love is love. It does not matter. And here, here's actually the, the thing that I've been wrapping myself around lately. It does not matter if that love is reciprocated if it's felt in both directions, because I know many of, so many of the women I talk to have been in relationships with amazing people, but the, the, one of the people in the relationship ended up being an asshole, ended up being a douchebag. And again, that's all ego shit. That's all illusion, illusion stuff. Um, or ended up, you know, the, the relationship ended up ending, but they're still stuck in this, like having feelings for that person. What I want to tell you is if you're in this space right now that you really care for someone, and it could be a friendship, it could be a significant other, it could be a parent. I know a lot of actually parent-child relationships where the child loves the parent unconditionally, but the parent hasn't done their own work, and so they're really not able to love anyone deeper than they love themselves. This is this is something to remember, too, in relationships. I'm going off on many tangents, but... <laughs> Someone cannot love you to, they, they can only love you to the point that they love themselves. And so many times we like, we get so, we feel so rejected by the person, but you have to remember that love is love is love is love. And people can only love others as much as they love themselves. So if you are in a relationship with someone who isn't fully loving and accepting themselves and you come to this place of like full unconditional love for yourself, you're in higher self most of the, of the time when you're really going to trigger the shit in that other person and you might end up repelling them because you are so dropped into higher self and it freaks their ego out and their ego needs to separate from people who are really shining bright. But the other piece of that is that you get to hold this space of love, but you know that there is no loss. You know that there is no separation. And so it doesn't actually matter if that person reciprocates it because you love yourself so fully and so wholly that you get to hold that energy of love but here's the other piece of that is that it doesn't mean that you are there for that person all the time I have friendships in my life that have fallen away I completely unconditionally have dropped into a place of love for these friends that have kind of treated me like shit right (laughs) doesn't mean I don't recognize that it was an unhealthy relationship and that I know that that person I'm, I'm not allowing them to be in my energetic space right now because they're energy vampires at this time, but I can love them unconditionally. I can see their soul. I can see their potential. 
I can love them, but I set the boundary of like, I'm not available for that. Same thing with romantic relationships. I love you unconditionally. You are not able to meet me where I'm at. You are not able to go to the level of depth and growth that I desire. You are maybe not able to hold a vibration that I'm at. And so I'm not available for that, but I still get to love you. So I think there's this internal battle we get, we get caught up or ego gets caught up and is like, if someone leaves our life or someone quote unquote rejects us, or if someone doesn't quote unquote love us back, then we have to be ashamed of this love we have for someone, or we have to hate them, or we have to be angry, or we can't forgive them. When the truth of the matter is we get to love everyone because we are all connected. We are all one. We are all soul having a human experience and we get to see people's egos for what they are because we've risen above that and just love them doesn't mean we need to put in effort doesn't mean we don't have boundaries but we do we can love them without being angry at ourselves for loving them long tangent but whether you have a family member i know you know mommy daddy issues are a real thing for many of us So if you have a mom or a dad who you feel like you didn't fully get the love you needed growing up with, know that they could only love you to the level that they can love themselves. And so if you're continuing at this age not to get the love you desire from them, knowing that you can still love them. You don't have to be ashamed for your love for them. You can hold that energy and that vibration of love, but have boundaries without, you know, not expecting them ever to reciprocate and also not expecting them to change overnight because we cannot expect people to change, but knowing also that your love is a healing thing. So when we hold that vibration of love, when we forgive all wounds, when we forgive the past, when we release our anger, when we release our resentments, that's where the real healing happens. And this is our purpose here as lightworkers is to drop into loving all, forgiving all, seeing past, you know, the ego and seeing the soul that is there, loving the soul and, and, and releasing attachment, right? So I know that's kind of a lot to wrap our heads around, but what it all comes down to is that you may trigger people on this journey, the brighter you shine, the more you may trigger people. And I don't want that to be a story you you have, but just knowing that not everyone on this journey is going to rise to the level you go to and that's okay and that we can release them and that there is really no loss and that we can still love them without having them be being like a main player in our physical life. Remembering that when we trigger others, we allow them to grow remembering that you're a fucking gift to this world, but also noting that anytime that you're clinging to a relationship, anytime that you're holding tightly, it all comes back to your own worthiness. Because if you believe that, you know, one, you love someone and they didn't necessarily treat you well, whether it's a friendship, relationship, family, whatever that is, they, they didn't treat you with the highest respect. They took you took advantage of you. They sucked your energy. Maybe they were just afraid and so they pushed away or they did stuff to, 
you know, disrupt this relationship because it, it was triggering and it was scary for them, whatever that may be. When we cling tightly to a relationship that is not of the highest good for us, when we know it's not serving us, when we know it's limiting our growth, but we cling to it anyways, it comes back to our own worthiness. You get what I'm saying? Because if you knew you're fully worthy of a love that met you where you're at, you would release anything that wasn't that. I think it's why I clung to my last relationship for so long until I went to Gabby Bernstein and I fucking blew the canister off this worthiness shit was that this, you know, this, again, this relationship, my previous relationship was amazing. I felt so much love in there. I felt treated so well, but it wasn't the soul connection I desired. And so despite that, knowing that it wasn't the soul connection that I desired, I held on and I clung to this relationship and I wanted to stay in it and I wanted to make it work because I didn't think something better could possibly come along because who is I to have something better? Who is I to ask for something more incredible? Worthiness, right? So what I want to give you guys is some tools to work through the worthiness. If you're noticing yourself feeling really sad that someone's not in your life or clinging to needing someone's love or clinging to this desire to make things work with someone, whatever it is, right? I want to give you some tools. So number one, I'm going to, I'm going to link a worthiness tapping electronic (laughs) emotional freedom technique. I don't know where electronic came from. This is great. (laughs) My brain right now. (laughs) Um, EFT, I will link that in the podcast episode notes so that if you feel called to do some emotional freedom technique, tapping around your worthiness, you have access to that. But then I want you to ask yourself, like, is this ultimately true? Like, is this ultimately true that I'm not worthy of something better? And some of you guys, I, for me, it was never like, I, it wasn't a conscient, conscious feeling of unworthy, right? Like I felt worthy of the relationship on a conscious level, but my subconscious was afraid to let it go because I wasn't really embodying the fact that I got to have something better. But when I recognized that that was there and I recognized I was clinging to that relationship because I was afraid that nothing better could possibly come along, I asked myself, is that ultimately true? And then I could kind of walk through my process, which I teach in the soul activation course of like debunking these limiting beliefs. First, I, I, I walk you through how to actually get to the root of what that belief system is in place, what the deeper rooted trauma may be. But then we get to walk through the process of like, is this ultimately true? Well, no, <laughs> I, I get to have it all because I am worthy of it all. And I'm worthy because I am nothing I can do can make me unworthy. I'm, I was born worthy and I will always be worthy. And I always get to have the love I desire. And I always get to have the life I desire. I always get to have the abundance I desire because I do. And I know the universe and God are always supporting me in my desires. And so well, the only thing really blocking me is my belief that I don't get to have it. Okay, well, that's bullshit. And then I can shift it, right? And it's it's simple as that. So worthiness is, is sneaky. Worthiness shows up in all areas of our lives where we're not manifesting the things we desire. And 
part of what I do in the soul activation course is helping you work through the feelings of unworthiness, but there are free tools and I'm going to link in the notes of this podcast that you can get access to. If you feel called to join us in the soul activation course, legit going to be magic. We're going to go through all the limiting beliefs, debunking all that bullshit, clearing out the anger, clearing out the resentment, clearing out our judgments, clearing out this like fear and this attachment. And then we're going to move into the magic of manifesting because once we clear that shit, then we become powerful. Then our vibration raises and then we can become magnetic. I love you all so much. If this helped you, or if you know a friend who needs this, please do share that this with them. I'm so excited for you guys all to shine so freaking bright. The world needs you right now. The world needs you so badly to step into your higher self, to dissolve the illusions of anger and frustration and fear and resentment and step back into this vibration of love and hold that vibration for all of the relationships in your life. So I love you. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. And again, if you feel called, all the information for the Soul Activation course is in the show notes.